and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we're back all together in the Indigo basement. Good to see you. Good to see you guys in the flesh. We are going to be talking about a record recommended to us by a listener, Substance D, their album Addictions. This one was was new to all of us. Mm-hmm. It was a mystery. Did we solve the mystery? We'll find out because we're going to talk all about this album. But before we talk about this album, we have to talk about a new segment. Who went to a concert last night? Who went to a concert last night? Who did? Jenny, you and me. Yes, we did. Last night, we went to see Static X with Devil Driver and Dope and Wednesday 13. And Raven Black. Full disclosure, I did not get there until the middle of Dope Set. Jenny, you were hunting for a parking spot. I was. You missed Dope Set. Yeah, that was okay with me. You were fine with that. Yes. <laughs> uh, my note about Dope Set. First of all, okay, back up. So we're at Harpo's. Famed Harpo's, Detroit, Michigan. Established 1913? It's an I old theater. I think so. I'm not doing a bit yeah <laughs> i think yeah. that's how old it is it's very old we were at one point uh, admiring the um the art uh there's like mid-century art in yeah. the lobby that i never noticed before because when you walk into harpo's mm. there are a couple things you notice yes you would notice the ceiling crumbling if the woman working at the box office didn't have a shirt on where you could just see her nipples it was the most scantily clad woman has ever taken my ticket in my life counting like going to like a strip club and being like paying like the the coat person or whatever that was like the first person i saw i didn't know what to do she handed me my ticket and i was just like like had to like did she have the electrical tape is that what no it was was just t-shirt so sheer oh a t-shirt man a (laughs) t-shirt sorry Matt. we were at harpo's do you want us to start over again (laughs) i'm sorry the strip of cloth that was covering it was like a sort of a bikini top but it was just like gauze very thin and like it just wasn't covering up her areolas yeah areolas were like gotta get out of here yeah gotta get it oh it was 100 degrees it's very hot in there it was very hot um so the yeah so the first person i saw was this woman wearing hardly anything and then after my ticket was scanned i turned and like two sweaty guys with no shirts on walked by me and I was like, oh, it's 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 going to be this type of show. And these people were clearly all coming from the pit to get some air to go back into the pit. Place was packed. Mm-hmm. People showed out. So, yeah, Jenny. And I want to mention, we got to bring this up. So, Jenny is hunting for a parking spot. You end up getting a spot in front of the venue by doing what you said was some of the best parallel parking of your life. Yeah. I rolled my window down and said, hey, can I park there? And the security guy was like, I guess. And I was like, he's like, if you can fit. And I went, oh, I can fit. Okay, now the pressure's on to parallel park. <laughs> so I had to like, I was like, don't, you can't. Because I couldn't do one of those little scoot things. I was like, this is a one fucking shot deal. <laughs> All these like beefy dudes are staring at me. And I did squeeze my little Ford Focus into a tiny spot behind a school bus. That was a tour bus for one of the bands, I guess. But I was like sweating. <laughs> Even before I got into the 100 degree Harbos, but I was just like, dude, you gotta fucking get this. You gotta nail. And I nailed it. And I was in my car and I was like, yes. 
I got out and I was so cocky. I just like walked in. I was like, yeah, I just parallel parked. Like it was cool in my little focus. <laughs> and then nobody said a word. No. Then they were like, oh, nobody cared. Nobody cared. I mean, I thought you said the ones who cared. It was like, cool, good job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. but like nobody cared the level that I cared. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, yeah, you fit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> I told you I did. <laughs> I'm cool. I just parallel parked. I'm 35. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a skill I've acquired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was really pleased with myself. Yeah. So dope finished their set. First bite saying how happy they were to be at Harpo's again, that they've been going there for 25 fucking years, home away from home. I was like, what is Edsel's home like? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, my Edsel fandom continues. He sounded great. Did he? He sounded great. He was moving around. I mean, here's the thing. It's 100 degrees there. It's 150, uh, 200 degrees on that stage. Like, these guys didn't miss a beat. He says, all right, to close it out, we're brought to play the stupidest fucking song in the world. And I was like, what song is they going to do? And then they did their cover of You Spin Me Around Like a Record. Well, and the yeah. audience was Lost it. loving it. Loving living it. for this. Living for it. Devil Driver goes up. Do you like devil imagery, Matt? <laughs> do you like pentagrams? I mean, if you don't, it's, it's okay, but never go to see Devil Driver because that's all they got yeah it was like this is very specific reference but it was like when i went to see rush they had this like skeleton like this skull Mm -hmm. uh graphic that would play during roll the bones like the rap part it was like that level of dorky like (laughs) skulls there were people riding horses yes there was yeah there was one song oh it was like classic metal show he gave like a little bit of patter, but basically it was just like, thank you. And then the graphics would change and I'd be like, oh, it's a new song. Like, that's how I know. But yeah, we had, yeah, cowboys riding in the desert, but then also a building exploding in the desert. That's, that's fine. People getting sacrificed in rituals, lots of like skin getting ripped off of faces and blood. A go-go dancer. Yeah. A silhouette of a go-go silhouette dancer. of a go-go dancer during one song. Uh, at one point, there was a guy wearing like a like a um, like a Joker mask, sort of. Oh, I forgot about yes, the it, clown thing. Clown, yes, it was clowns, bunch of evil clown-looking dudes who were like I don't know, like terrorizing a woman. Yeah, yeah. Let, women didn't do no fare too well. No, in this my slideshow. my favorite graphic or my favorite bit of uh, screen was um they started playing. Like more, I don't want to say it was a slower song, like sort of like in relatively speaking, more of like a majestic stomp to it. And it cuts to, I think it was a ship or a submarine. It just said water. We saw a lot of water. Okay. And then you see a flag billowing in the wind and it's got the devil Uh-oh. drive of symbol on it. Oh, yeah. And I, Jenny and I were trying to talk, but it was super loud. We could not talk. So we were talking to each other using the notes app and I wrote in my notes app, USS devil driver. <laughs> and then it cuts to all these drowned people floating in the water. And I was like, oh, don't don't take the USS devil driver because you're all going to be dead. And then it's cutting to like people at I don't know if it was supposed to be this thing. I've never seen the movie Ghost Ship, but like, isn't that 
a movie where like people are on the ship and they get chopped in half and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's some of that. I've yeah, seen so there's ship. like a couple like dancing and then all of a sudden they're chopped in half and the one guy looks like upset about it and like it seemed like a very natural reaction to have him being chopped in half, but it seemed very funny in that moment. It's just like his look on his face is like, "Oh no. I've been chopped in half." Oh, this again. This It'll uh, happen. I'm never booking the USS Devil Driver ever again. So, going along, it's fine. I don't recognize any of the songs. Neither did you, Jenny. No. And then they do Loco. And Jenny and I went down to the pit. We went down. And when I went, we went down to the pit, <laughs> and then we stood on the edge of it. Yeah, we didn't like. <laughs> we didn't get it, but we 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 went down, and uh, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was it was so good. They sounded super cool. Um, oh, Sadez, the moment he walks out, circle pit, activate the pit motion. Really, the whole time, every song, he's just like. Oh. And then you, when you get down there to the pit, it, it was a it was a constant. It was a yeah, it was perpetual pit. Mm-hmm. Perpetual pit killed it. Never stopped. Yeah. So they do loco. It's amazing. Then they do fiend. It was very good. It was so good. Jenny and I are like, holy shit. Also, Jenny and I, at this point, both look like someone has dumped buckets of water on us. It was the sweatiest. <laughs> we were just, yeah. A guy, and, and then I had, I was a few beers in. So a dude walked by us in a flaw shirt. And I was like, oh, dude in a flaw shirt. I think I yelled that in your face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the cups a little bit, yeah, I we, will say. We were. And so... Yeah, so they do that. I think they put a couple more after that, and that was the Devil Driver set. Very exciting. Yeah. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. Right. And so we go up. Jenny and I are just sort of chatting. We get some more drinks. We did a shot, shot. of well whiskey. <laughs> oh, boy. We were living the Harpo's experience. <laughs> Boilermakers oh. in 100 degree heat. It was, it, yeah. uh, it was a mistake. <laughs> we didn't need that. <laughs> was, we didn't. That kind of took us over the edge a little bit. So, <laughs> so which probably helps explain the next, the next piece, the next part of the story. So we're on the lobby and we're chatting, and we're chatting about life and like deep, deep, deep life shit, deep life shit about our lives. And then, like, we see the lights go down and like the beepy boopies start of Static X. Oh, and I should mention, I before Jenny had gotten there, I ended up talking to some people while I was waiting in line for drinks. And I was like, how do you guys feel about the whole mask thing and everything? And they're like, oh, no, like it's cool. I think Wayne would love it. Two people told me that. I think Wayne would be down with it. I think it's super sweet. And they're, you know, they're great. Da, da, da. Everybody definitely on board. So we walk out. Band comes out. And then... Zero, the Wayne stand-in walks out in the full regalia. And they start playing Blood for Days. It sounds incredible. Within a minute, Jenny, you and I are looking at each other. This is wrong. Yeah, it was gross. It was weird and gross. It was like a death mask. It was fucked up. It was really fucked up. And we're... Having this moment, we're also gotta stress in the cups. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the cups, and we just had this like heavy conversation, and then this is happening. We're just like, no, 
I mean, this is wrong. This is wrong. Like we're yelling at each other. This is wrong. This is wrong. And, but we're looking around like, is anyone else feeling like this? No. Nobody is. Not no. one other person was. Mm-hmm. We were like actually upset. Uh, we cannot stress like how emotional Jenny and I got. We left and went into the lobby three times. Yeah. At least. We like had to like regroup. And then like they'd play another song. This thing. So it's the Wisconsin Death Trip. So yeah. they're playing all the shit. This they're playing a classic record. Dude. So we're out there in the lobby. They play Love Dump. And I yell at you, Jenny. I shouldn't we were so in the cups. I cannot <laughs> stress this enough. And I'm like, they're playing Love Dump. I should be happy. Which is what a what a sentence. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That is his sentences of, of a man in the cups. <laughs> in the cups. They're playing Love Dump. I should be. Re- hey, Jenny, replace what he had on his headstone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And please. No what- problem. I'm really glad that I'm in charge of yeah. both of your epitaph. <laughs> yeah. Our epitaph update. Uh, they're playing. Out, yeah. And so we go. So then they've done like a couple of songs. Zero addresses the audience. In Wayne voice? Yeah, it was weird. He's like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming out. I'm just like, no, just talk. Just talk normal, bro. You don't need to. T-. But the thing is, then he'd be like, they'd have all these like Wayne chants. And then at one point, they had a picture of Wayne. And it said, at the count of three, yell Wayne. It was like three, two, one. It was, I mean, I'm going to just keep reusing the word. It's gross. It just was, and the mask is what took it over the top. Yeah. Because we talked about this, like, if he had just, if they'd just been a guy who was out there sounding the way he sounded. Here's the thing, vocally, you're out in that lobby. Static X is on. Static X is on stage and crushing. 1999 Static X is on. It's up there. Yeah. But yeah, because we, yeah, so we attempted, yeah, we would go back in and we'd look at the stage and we would get upset and we'd walk back out and we'd go back in and, um, and then we just kept saying to each other, do we need to leave? Do we need to leave? And after I think like the, no, we went back in because they played the Queen of the Dam song. Mm-hmm. They played um, Cold and we walked in and they're playing like the video and I think that's when they did the three, two, one Wayne mm-hmm. thing. And uh, we were like, we have to go. The three, two, one Wayne thing was when we were like, okay. Yep. It's, that's about enough. Bye-bye. But nobody, it seemed like nobody else cared. No. And I was, this is so gross. Yeah. It was just like. Incredibly upsetting. I knew it would be weird, but there's just something about. It now, just feels like so disrespectful. Now, I watched clips online. I was not able to go. Mm. I watched clips online. And the clip that I saw was from one of the first shows. Mm-hmm. And it was the band. And they were saying, my daughter's really going for it on this episode, too. Like, guest starring. <laughs> She's in a different type of cups. <laughs> She's guest starring on this one. So I might have to go upstairs. Uh, <laughs> but... At, at the end of the show, right before they did push it, they said, hey, we wanted to thank Wayne's family who's here tonight who approved all of this. 
Well, I mean. I mean, Dio's family approved the Dio hologram, right? I don't know how I feel about that. I didn't, didn't Tupac's family approve the Tupac hologram? Probably. That felt wrong to me, too. If his family's into it, like, cool. I far be it for me yeah. to like have even mm. a, an opinion about that. Yeah. It just felt like a gross thing. It, it was a step. It's funny as was that we've been explaining this to people who are not 160 episodes deep in listening to new metal albums. And their reaction is always like, why the mask? Why do the mask? The mask is the weirdest part to me. And from my understanding, it was the singer who wanted to wear the mask. Or was that? Oh, is that? Is that what? Oh, is that so? Is that the (laughs) word? No, no. I thought he said something along the lines of that he didn't want anybody to know it was him. Like he didn't want to get credit for. I don't know. Maybe I'm making this up. The thing is, is that it feels the other word I had in my head was ghoulish. Because <laughs> the dramatic word. It's a dramatic yes. word, but there were moments where they would backlight the band. So all you would see is, is their the silhouettes. Wayne. And you see this Wayne silhouette. And that's the other thing. He's doing. If you go as the Joker for Halloween, the Joker's not a real guy. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain this because obviously people go as real people for Halloween all the time. So maybe this isn't even a good example, but it's a step too much. Like, it, like it, it seemed to be the idea that we would only be there if a person who looked like Wayne was there. But it isn't even a tribute to Wayne, right? It's the celebration of 20 years of Wisconsin death trip, right? Yeah, I guess... It, it's this thing of like, what if if Wayne Static had a normal hairstyle, would this would there be and, and they had the same level of success and he died? Would they have a dude wearing a Wayne death mask if Wayne like fucking parted his hair like Ryder Strong or some shit like that, you know? <laughs> dude, I would love that. Yeah. If, <laughs> if Sean from <laughs> Boy Meets World <laughs> Climbed up this ladder. Now I'm mixing. Clarissa explains it all. You like, are, yeah. Meets world, but um, no, but you know, if what it I'm was saying? Ryder Strong, I wouldn't have left. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that poster was on my wall. Oh my! Well, all right. If Topanga's making an appearance, I'm there too. Yeah. You know what I mean, though. Like it's. It seems he was never a guy who wore a mask. You know, if Corey were to not be in Slipknot, if Corey died in Slipknot and they had another guy wear a mask, I mean, that's like part of it. It's not even a thing, you know, like they have. Yeah. Paul died in Slipknot. They brought in another basis. He wears a mask, but it's not Paul's mask. It's his mask, but he's been he's in. You know what I mean? But like their their masks are their thing. Wayne Static's thing was not a mask. It was looking like the Slim Jim guy. It was looking like the Slim Jim guy. And and we all know and love the Slim Jim guy. Snap into a Slim Jim. Indeed. <laughs> they did not pay for that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a, we, yeah, so we left, <laughs> I'd say halfway through. Yeah, probably yeah, about yeah. that. It, time was, um, time was truly a flat circle for me <laughs> at yeah. that moment. I, I do remember walking to your car and you going, 
wait till you see my sick spot. <laughs> I look. <laughs> and she was not wrong. Literally, we walked it, out of the venue and it was right there. Was I, was like, I can't wait for you to see my parking <laughs> spot. <laughs> it's just like earlier, I was telling Matt about the tickets that we bought to this. And I was like, and if you buy it on the Harpo's website, no service fee. And then you acted like <laughs> I wouldn't appreciate that information. I was like, that's good information to have. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, very exciting. All right. All, All right. right. All right. That was. That's it. That was our evening. That was our evening. Well, I'm sorry that it turned out to be a bust, but I don't know if it was a bust or not. It and wasn't a bust. It wasn't a bust. It was literally, I mean, extreme highs and extreme lows, which, um, you know what? I mean, think about the time we went to see Deftones Incubus. True. Yes. Oh, I do have one more thing. So this was a big weekend for concerts for me. Friday night, I went to see Stabbing Westward at the Machine Shop. Key moments to talk about. At the end of the set, the lead singer Stabbing Westward said, you guys are currently inside the greatest rock club in America. The staff, the PAs, the taco truck. This is the best. That actually isn't a surprise. No. It and let me tell you, going from the machine shop to Harpo's, it's a night and day difference. Oh boy! Well, one no taco truck for another. Or is it a night and tits difference? <laughs> Big <laughs> night. I tell you what, night to tits difference. It is a night to tits difference. Uh, um, <laughs> night to tits. Difference. We need a new T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> the nights to tits difference. Um, Roach and coach. Roach. the nights to tits. <laughs> Yeah, you that, know what? Let's we'll just make Jeff Bloomer proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and um, and so yeah, so he said that, and it was very, very amazing. But uh, longtime listeners will remember uh, when Jenny, you and I went to see Head PE there. Mm-hmm. Something that Jenny picked up on, and then I noticed it after you pointed it out, was that Head PE came on, and the vibe in the room got incredibly sexual. Yes, it was. A night it's different than the first one. <laughs> yeah, it was just just you know, you know, people touching each other. This whole vibe was very, and we we're just like, oh, it's this head PE thing. Stabbing westward, the same thing happened. What? It's not head PE. It's the shop. <laughs> machine shop. The machine shop. Well, I'll have to ask my friend who saw the Cottonmouth Kings at the end of June <laughs> if when the Kings came on. I guarantee it. Here, here's here's the thing. It is, I was trying to explain this to you, Jenny, when I was in the cups, so it probably (laughs) didn't totally make sense, was that a lot of the bands that play the machine shop are, for lack of a better word, nostalgia acts taking you back, and they are evoking feelings in people that they have not felt in a long time, and they might not even necessarily be sexual feelings, but they translate physically into like a look like a camaraderie a camaraderie spirit of youth yes and connection people were so connected at this stabbing westward show and so when we yeah we're at the head pe show and where there were these dudes who kept grabbing each other and we're like these guys are like really familiar with each other but like i don't know if it's gay it's just that they're just like really touchy and and we're just like it's the head pe vibe Stabbing Westward, these two dudes standing in front of me, singing every word to each other, grabbing each other. At one point, one does the full like back of the neck head grab, but like, just like, just like, dude, it's Stabbing Westward and I can't believe it and I'm seeing with you. It was incredible. It was an incredible fraternal vibe. Yes. 
Yes, but at the same time, also, there was one song going, and a guy with dreads and a bandana turned. And just started sucking someone's dick. He started <laughs> sucking this guy's dick. No, he turned. I was like, well, that's the, that's the nights to tits difference I'm expecting. No, here. he turned to the girl he was with and was like emphatically singing the words to her. And she was into it. It was. Yeah. I love this story. It's amazing. And then also, if you're familiar with Stabbing Westward's music, is very sad songs. All of them. Yeah. Incredibly sad songs. This was a, a night of incredibly sad songs sung by the happiest man in the world. The lead singer of Stabbing Westward having the time of his life. He would At one point, he's singing one song and he goes, oh, I like this next line. <laughs> and it was like literally like some line where it's like, you keep me down, something like that. But it was like he was so happy to sing it. And yeah, and it was just... He made, well, you got to imagine like Stabbing Westward never broke big. They, they had like, a moment. They had a moment, Yeah. But they never broke big. Yeah. And for them to be able to still make music, still draw a crowd, for any band, that's got to feel oh. pretty fucking amazing. I mean, but he was doing bits and he was joking around. At one point, his mic turned off and he tried to sing and then he like he literally made the old face and then turned it on and he goes, well, you know, I'm singing for real. And the audience is like, ah, we, you're guy. a real person. You're the best. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, and um, and at one point he did he did a bit that I think more bands should do. He goes, uh, "You guys want to hear some? You guys want to hear a new song?" And the audience was like, "Yeah, sure." And then they start doing the Bleepy Boys of "What Do I Have to Do," and the whole audience literally it was this feeling of elation. We're like, "It's not a new song. It's actually a song I really wanted to hear." And this woman like rushed the stage and yeah, it was amazing. It was incredible. I highly recommend it. More bands should do that. You guys want to hear a new song and then yeah, play like your and biggest, then play your, your biggest, biggest hit. hit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right. Oh man. All right. So that's our concert recaps. I think we got to get to it. All right. I agree. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> we have a whole who's tweeting and we're going to have to table it. I have this whole plan. Like we're going to get caught up. Not happening when you go see. Oh, shows no, we no. said all right so we're gonna get right into it um i don't know if we can say we're getting right <laughs> after, into it. after 27 minutes uh oh is it only been 27 <laughs> minutes okay it's, all right i'm older now <laughs> we're all older oh boy all right rosemary just okay drove well, she, off. she graduated from high school oh man <laughs> you hear she's not crying anymore yeah yeah it's because she's writing dissertations oh man good for her all right if she needs help with some of those uh cover letters you know let me know well, certainly, you know, if you would like to contact us either way, and we'll, t- <laughs> we'll talk about it on a future uh, who's tweeting, Facebook, Instagram, send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. The album of the week, Addictions by Substance D. Jenny, when did this album come out? Oh, boy. That's a great question. This came out on October 19th, 1999. 1999, Matt. My friends. Yes. That's the thick of it. Yes, the thick of it. Jenny, real quick. Yeah, sure. History with Substance D. None. Okay. None whatsoever. Lauren, how about you? None. Matt? None. All right. All right. So this was a uh, a recommendation by one of our listeners. They sent us a song that was on YouTube, and I listened to it, and I said, oh, yeah, this is our thing. And I went to look for more songs. Nothing. They are not very uh, 
very present on the internet. I had to go. I had to do an internet big thrift to get this album. It cost me $4.11 from the declutter store. That's great. Good deal. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was a pretty sweet deal. And yeah, these uh, these gentlemen, it's, it's a trio. And Matt, you're flipping through the liner notes there right now. We've got, what we got there? We got pills. Well, it looks like we've got a T on drums and vocals. Oh, Matt, Matt, tell us who's in the band. <laughs> I thought that, that's what you were asking. I, is, I, I am. Like, oh, I am. Do it. Jenny's role. By, Do it. No, Matt. Oh, my God. By all means, tell us who's in this band. <laughs> Save me the trouble. <laughs> Be confident. Be confident, Matt. (laughs) We got Michael Parnin. He's rocking guitars and vocals. And then Todd Chasen is lead vocals and bass. Whoa, a lead vocalist on the bass. It's one of my favorite things in the world, baby. So I reached out to, uh, I apologize here. I believe I reached out to Todd. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I reached out to, I believe, Todd about... um, about this album because there's so little about it online just little rumors and stuff like that and he got back to me and i said i got some questions and he said okay shoot them over but i'm extremely busy and i said i understand i did not hear back from him but if he ever does answer any of the questions we'll certainly talk about him on the show yeah anyway uh so that's who's in the band uh let's talk about this uh these liner notes here a little bit well there's pills he's got pills (laughs) pills for sure I love this video toaster, like inside the mind's eye, repeated weird face thing happening mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and then this computer of lawnmower man's. Oh yeah, that's true. I I like the look of this band because it's very Matrix. You know, we got these trenches. We have the wraparound sunglasses. Um, these guys, you know, and then uh, on the back, Matt, I don't know if you've looked at the back. I mean, they're crazy. The main guy's crazy. They're restraining him. He's going nuts. You know, I'm getting an intensity. That was the thing I got. I got intensity and just from looking at the liner notes, I got intensity and I got like a focus of an idea of like what this album is going to be. Substance D. Yes. This is a, uh, a Philip K. Dick reference. There is, it's a destructive, addictive substance called dumbness and despair and desertion. Finally, death, slow death. So they were called Black, and then they changed their name to Substance D after the Philip K. Dick thing. So there you go. And Philip K. Dick is thanked in the liner notes. There you have it. And they also said, if we forgot anybody, you're sorry. But you know who you are. Uh, so we, got oh, some polite, okay. we got some polite boys. Yeah. Producer on this album, Michael Parnin. Is that correct? Yeah. That's what it said. And um, I uh, looked up Michael. He is uh, a very prolific producer, um, owns his own production studio, and um, has uh, worked on uh, a lot of a lot of mixing, a lot of engineer work. Um, actually did mixing on Roland Urban Assault Vehicle. Yeah. Biscuit. Yeah. He did the mixing on that one. So yeah. 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 This uh, album was recorded at the studios where he worked. 
so they would sneak in after the bands went away. So Michael Parnon is the guitarist from the band. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so he's also the producer. He's also the producer, yeah. He, he wears many hats. Oh, man, this dude's got a lot of hats. A lot of hats. Yeah, like more. He wears like four hats at one time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah. He's never had a sunburn on his head, though. Mm-mm. No, never. No. Oh, his face is in shadow. <laughs> yes. No one knows what he looks like. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, one of the uh, one of the people thanked in the uh, liner notes, um, they thank a woman. Oh, I should have it written down. Um, they thank someone three times, like three times in a row. They just write her name three times, and I looked her up. I should I should I can't find it in here, but they <laughs> thank a woman three times, and uh, I looked her up, and she basically she was the manager of the recording studio. So I have a feeling that um, she, um, oh Charity Lomax, that's her name. Uh, they thank Charity Lomax three times because she probably helped them out a, a lot uh, in recording this record. And um, I actually looked her up, and she's actually very prolific in the um, in the recording world. Um, she's in the Full Sail University Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Any Hall of Fame you could get into, you just should. You should, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's like, you want to be in the Hall of Fame? Just say yeah. Yeah, you're there. I want to. Put me in. Put me in, coach. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's the record. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the show. That's Good night, the show. everybody. All right. Well, I guess we're, uh, we're ready to dive in. Matt, you're giving yourself another mimosa. Hey, if we're going to brunch together. Yeah. Let's let's do it. What do we have here, Jenny? What's, what are we starting off with? Oh, that's a great question. Please hold <laughs> The this devil inside. That's right. This devil inside. Hey, it's me, the devil. Here I am. Hey. You should have gone to Devil Driver last night. They had your picture all over the place. Oh, I was there. <laughs> setting the tone, setting the tone. Setting that mood. Did anybody order some chug? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Chuggy Chad. Chuggy Chad. <laughs> It's me, motherfuckers. Oh, oh my God. Chuggy uh, Chad. Chuggy Chad. Wow. Chuggy Chad got me kicked out of Desirable Discs. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't chugging, it ain't real. <laughs> We're going to play the whole song at this point. Does All it, right. Does it change? Um, Never change. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, 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 think, I think it's sort of like setting the mood a little yeah, bit. That's yeah, that's what Chuggy Chad wrote in my yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> Never change. Yeah. He said, yeah. always stay sweet. He wrote, he wrote ass and then clarified as always stay sweet. Oh. Yeah. oh yeah. Now I know what that means. Swack. Oh, man. What's, what's... Sealed with a kiss. Whoa. Oh. I didn't know that one. Oh, man. I write a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? You never want to. There's a lot of people from high school you don't want to reconnect with. Chuggy Chad. Oh. Oh, man. Go to the reunion just yeah. to hang out at his table. I'll tell you what. Never got a more thoughtful birthday card than I did from Chuggy Chad. Chuggy Chad. <laughs> Your birth is important. and needs to be marked. 
Ah. <laughs> uh, love Chuggy Chad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're setting a mood with the devil inside. And uh, yeah, all I wrote in my notes was feedback and drone, riff intro, weird filter, vocal effects. Yeah, that sounds like it covers it. Uh, so this so far isn't giving me a lot of new. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say there's no Wikipedia for this, so we yes. don't have a genre tag. But on all music, it is uh, just called heavy metal. It's also an Encyclopedia Metallica as uh, thrash and groove metal. So I disagree with that. So Spirit thrash? of Metal, <laughs> Spirit of Metal also says uh, thrash heavy, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I wasn't getting that quite yet, but um, there's a lot on this album of like little like interludes and things Indeed. of that nature. Um, so just buckle up for that. Uh, so I, I wasn't minding the vibe. No. I, it was a fine vibe for me. Definitely not a hot open. No. No. Not a hot open. All right. So up next, we've got Every Day. what you're thinking it sounded a lot like just one fix by ministry mm. I, I wrote in my notes that it's coming in hot we've got a chug with industrial touches yep mm-hmm. i wasn't mad about it i'm not mad at it at, it. at all at all i was all. enjoying it the lyrics are vivid vivid lyrics about drug addiction a strong kickoff of the album paints a very vicious picture of the thrall of addiction about getting past the addiction, but how it will hang over you forever. And yet, the song is a jam. It's a pretty good song. That's what you come here for, my hot take. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, d- d- don't... They should put a sticker ha- on the cover of this album that says, pretty good song. <laughs> Jen Bloomer. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I was... Um, yeah, I, the thing is, yeah, I had heard the one song, but I really went into this record not really sure what we were in for. And, you know, I'm I'm there for new metal with industrial touches. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we got this chug. The, the, the lyrics are the most interesting thing just because they are like this record. I don't want to say it's necessarily a concept record, but like the the like about addictions. Like, yeah, that's what this record's about. And it really doesn't pull any punches. And I feel like we we actually didn't mention this in the liner notes that there's a lot of pictures of the band freaking out, quote unquote. Yes. They're screaming. They're screaming. The first picture that you, that you showed me was of the lead singer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, is this Ric Flair? Is Ric Flair (laughs) in this? 
because he looks very similar to Ric Flair in that picture. Yeah. That is true. Woo! I guess we yeah. can't prove that it's not Ric Flair. Right, but the oh. lack of woos in the songs right That's now. True. Oh yeah, this That's is Ric Flair. We'd have we'd have a couple woos. As much as like sort of like the, the you know it's it's twenty years since this album came out. These pictures seem like a little like over the top. They do match the theme of this album very well. The screaming, I can't get this out of my head. I'm in, you know, addiction is ruining me. I mean, buckle up. We got a lot of these. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Up next, we got a song called My Life. I'm living for this album. Chuggy Chad. Chuggy Chad. Get on the chug train. Oh, the chug train. It's, a, it's actually a really nice thing Chuggy Chad does. He takes all the neighborhood kids around oh. on his train on, on nice spring days. Give the parents a break. You know? I can't stand to see a child not get played with. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to reword that one, Chuggy Chad. Nope. <laughs> okay. So if we're to believe the the rumors and the stories that this album was recorded on the fly, under the radar, under cover of night, when all had left the studio, sounds pretty big. Yeah, it sounds great. Like, I, I'm impressed that you can make something this heavy and be like, shh, nobody knows. I mean, they soundproof those babies. That's right? true. I've That's true. But they, I mean, he sounds... They're playing hard. They're playing hard. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that riff. That was cool. That's a really cool that, riff. That helped me understand where the groove metal uh, mm-hmm. tag may have come from. I enjoyed that. I wrote Chunk and Chug Baby in my notes. Very chunky, very chuggy. Mm-hmm. Is it new metal, though? Oh, my brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Chunk and Chug are my brother. Oh, oh that's your brother. Oh, my God. Yes. How <laughs> yeah. did I forgot? They. Shovel my driveway sometimes in winter. Oh, oh that's so it great. It snows a lot. That's nice. Yeah. You know, when you've got people you can depend on for stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They bring Prowler snacks oh. just to make sure if he's getting Yeah, yeah baby, I love Chunk and Chuck. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, my neighborhood is beautiful. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you've got all these random uh, characters. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> coming to my store anymore, baby. <laughs> Funky yeah, Ken. He's falling on hard times. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck you, Google Fire. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Google Fi. Oh, man. I remember when, Jenny, when you told me you switched carriers, I'm like, oh, you broke off a funky can? I fucking knew you would. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lyrics on this song, once again, very blunt. Very blunt. You know, stuck in the rut of your life, screaming out, does anybody care? And they aren't incredibly specific, but the delivery is so intense. It's once again... This guy is like giving 110% in the booth. Great intensity. This line, oh God, I hate this bullshit that's in my life. Who hasn't been there? Hey. Very relatable. Yeah, grindy riff. Matt, what did you think? We haven't really heard from you. Oh, hi, everybody. (laughs) 
I'm I'm liking this so far. I'm, yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. These guys are. That's the thing. It's like it's like if I'm not like not listening to the lyrics, just like driving around listening to this album, I'm just like we're rocking, we're doing it. Yeah. And then I get home and put the liner notes out, and I'm like, oh, heavy we're, shit. We're sad right now. We're sad, but we're rocking. Well done. Yeah. All right. Up next, we got a song called California. Hello. Please leave me a message. Thanks. Hey, dude, what's up, man? You know, uh, you know that guy who knows that friend who has a friend that works at Warner Brothers, man? Well, uh, he hooked me up with these two chicks, man, and I think one of them is by. So we're going to go to the club. And, uh, oh, you know, yeah. There we go. When you hear a woman's body, you got to start drumming. <laughs> Activated the pit. doing get some hands please tell me you have a note that says that is most certainly aggressive i got a better one for you is this the new metal welcome to the jungle (laughs) (laughs) that's what you pay to come here for this thing We've, we've always been determining like vehicles you need to be in when you listen to certain albums we all know about the jeep yeah, so we got you, you got your Jeep Jeep music, Step Kings, that type of thing. Then you got your night drives with your yeah. trust company. Substance D, you need a fucking motorbike, a pile of dirt to jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all this is the I official saw. song of motocross. I don't even know if I don't know if I want it to be sanctioned by any governing body. I'm just saying get a motorbike and jump it. All right. Land it or not, it's up to you and your skill level. But this thing, literally, that California scream thing, all I saw was just motorbikes just doing in the air, doing funky yeah, tricks. Yeah, did somebody order something funky? God damn it. I walked right into that one. No, no. All right, I'm still in the corner if needed. All right. And he's just been sitting in the corner. He has been. Oh. Why am I so Oh, it's man. okay, Ken. It's is okay. It, I, I guess this is the double-edged sword of his falls. Now he's around more often because oh, yeah. he doesn't have the store oh, to go to. But yeah, this thing was fucking killer. I loved it. I loved it. Jenny? I liked the song. I could have done without the intro. Oh, no? Oh, yeah. Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> what a shocker. You know what I thought the first time I heard that? I wanted to find whoever said that and say, no one wants to fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why it made me so angry, <laughs> but I was just like, God. No one wants to fuck you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's me, Jenny. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. No one's, no one wants to fuck you. Yeah. Nobody. I turn into to Batman sometimes and just go. 
I'm Batman. No, what's the fuck? That would have been a different movie. Michael Keaton's career would have been very different. Yeah, I'm doing my own take on Batman. <laughs> you know what? Forget Pattinson. Get Jenny in the cowl. I'm telling you. Oh, man. It's just, it's just it, hurting people's feelings. <laughs> Could you see? She's not stopping any crime. No. She's just finding creeps in bars and being like, hey, I'm Batman. No one wants to fuck you. And then you just, you, you repels out. <laughs> That, that is. I think we just we just saved the franchise. We just saved the franchise. Hey, maybe that lady just wants to be left alone. Thwip. Yeah. Thwip uh, down. Oh, Batman! By the way, that's my next move. That's my next career move. Oh man, I've I've ruined. I just, I've, uh, go ahead. I man. just resent. I mean, the idea that like uh, this chick's bad. Uh, like, that means she's down to fuck. Yeah, yeah, like fuck off. I mean, and how I was this? Know, it was like ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this person isn't like. You know what? I'm really proud of <laughs> this like message I left for somebody with my beeper number. They kept the whole number in, by the way. Yeah, we should page him. We should. I'm sure his page your- four three four three four three. <laughs> That stood for fuck you. Oh, Jenny knows the code. Oh, yes. Jenny, did you send that code a couple times? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's the extra edition in Batman's utility belt. <laughs> just a pager. Just a pager. A little Motorola pager. You just. <laughs> There's a pink case with butterfly stickers on it. Oh, now we know. Hey, don't give away your secret identity. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's shit. how they find you. That's the Never twist. Never mind. Never mind. Jenny forgets to hide her pager holder um i love that i wrote killer we're on a roll and yeah the line in, in california it takes seven years apparently that is in reference and i don't know i asked uh, todd about this when i emailed him but i'm pretty sure that is in reference to how long it took them to like actually get a band together and get a record made i think it was like an in joke of like how long is this gonna take for us to do this and you know what you know i'm a big local h fan Famously, Local H has an anti-California song song called California Songs. But if you're going to do something like this, this because here's the thing. This is a California song that seems a little resentful, a little bitter. Yeah. Yeah. A little different angle than your usual sun and fun. Sun and fun. Beep, bop, dooba, dooba, da, da. That was my uh, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it was Thank good. Love it. That's good. All right. Uh, Jenny, we need to get this guy on the road. <laughs> I agree. Let's let's exploit Lauren. <laughs> let's, get, right. let's get get me out there. Get me out oh, there in front of them the crowds. Music, yeah. The music drops and it's just Lauren going beep pop beep it up a doop a doop. Crowd goes crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get you in the Walmart. Oh, singing just like the Yodlin kid. Yodlin. Hey man, he's on Old Town Road remix and he kills it. Better than Young Thug. So, sky's the limit for me. I just saw the kid yogle, yogling, yogling, okay, ever yodeling in Walmart like two days ago. Which oh, was wow. like you've never seen this. I, like, no. I don't know what to do. I haven't seen anything ever. Uh, all right, so the next track is uh, instrumental. We got a lot of little instrumentals in there. After that, we get into this sound. Okay, so I think this is the yeah. They're calling up those wild bisexuals again. You like dick and badge? <laughs> Explain this to me. Wait, 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 wait. hold on. It tells you secrets. It tells you lies. 
Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you go. Go ahead. I wrote my notes, Chug Motherfuckers. I love it. Yes, Chunky Chad. Chuggy Chad. Not Chunky Chad. Different guy. <laughs> Chunky Chad. That was my nickname in high school. Oh, uh, you yeah. know what? We all grow into who we're supposed to be. Yeah, he went on a real weight loss journey. He I did. Mean, you know what? I see him running every morning. I'd like to thank Florence from Weight Watchers. Yeah. He's very close with Flo. Mm. I wrote, yeah, I wrote Chug Motherfuckers incredible grinding guitar this is a real crusher jenny i liked the song i liked the drops the whatever the, <laughs> that part was that, no so corny oh so corny i mean oh it is it's in the pocket of like what it's going for mm-hmm. it's not bad it's just it's mm. so over the top. Mm-hmm. And while we were listening to this, I was looking at the liner notes of this guy like squishing his own head. <laughs> yep. And I was like, yep, it does match. It really does. Uh, yeah. But the, the drops were very cool. Uh, it was a fun song. The lyrics here, you guys. Would this come out in 1999? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the dangers of the internet. Oh, here it comes. Get ready. Because tell me if this doesn't sound like yesterday i go online i feel rejected i feel relieved caught in the net i've been deceived yeah there we go that's that's yesterday today and tomorrow hey that's catfish the tv show right that's (laughs) it that could be even your uh got him your what's it your your your, hey that's what i'm here to do (laughs) got him what's the other one you love your 90 day fiance oh yeah someone was telling me about Apparently, there are multiple spinoffs of yes, this show. Yes, there are. And I'm happy to discuss any of them. These people <laughs> sound crazy. Some of them are working with some delusions. There was say. a guy who wanted to move to Thailand, but he couldn't because of his arson charge. And he was oh, like, no, no. not an arson charge? Oh, it was an arson charge. It's uh, He was trying to move to Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Okay. Yes. All right. For Karini, his name is Paul, and I let you immediately. Someone randomly told me about this. I'm I was like, I'm like sure oh, no, 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 <laughs> uh, no. That's, that's Paul. Whenever he gets really upset, he runs away. Like he ran into the jungle in one episode. He just runs. He like he is his fight like flight freeze. He he's a flight all the way. But yeah, they um he applied to live to move there to be with his wife who's pregnant. Her name's Karini. Lovely young woman. 
but he was denied. This was the last episode. Tonight it's on. So, oh no, it's on tomorrow night. Oh. It's on Monday. So mm-hmm. if anybody wants to watch it, just go ahead. But um, they something about his charge was like translated strangely into Portuguese, and it sounded like he was like uh, charged with an act of terrorism. Mm. So we're waiting to see how that resolves. <laughs> Let him in. It was arson. It was arson. I burned a little building as opposed to a big building. Well, he caught his ex-girlfriend cheating on him and he slashed her tires, I think. And also his mother sends him off with like locks of her own hair. It's very weird. The whole show is bonkers. This is your shit, right? What show is this? This is 90 Day. So we're talking about 90 Day Fiance the other way. There is a 90 day fiance where people come to the US, but this one, because you have to apparently make like something like $23,000 a year in order to be able to sponsor somebody to come. And Paul doesn't, can't, can't figure out how to manage to make that much money. So he's like, I'll just move to Brazil. He also put a condom over his dick to go swimming in a river <laughs> in Brazil. And you gotta, uh, Paul. Man. Paul's a real trip. He is. He really is. <laughs> if anybody wants to do a spinoff podcast about 90 Day Fiance, yeah. call me. Um, going back to the sound, real this sound real quick. Uh, Matt, what did you think of that one? <laughs> it was a big dumb rock song. Uh-huh. Um, it felt more, oh, I'm going to get eaten alive on this. It felt more down the regular metal-y than the new metal-y. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to me, this feels a little bit more just like metal with touches of industrial, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, like it's got, I mean, my boy Chad's been showing up today. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So I'm living for that. But the, I don't know, the way that it's put forward isn't, doesn't feel very new. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I really like it. I have no problems with Mm, it. Yeah. I like how fucking over, it's dumb and corny and big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no problem with that. They're going for it. They're doing it. All right. All right. We've got another secret track into Unsaid. Take it easy down there. <laughs> this guy's pretty loud, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> the heat, heat went down a little bit. So good. Good to hear. Mm. I was seeing crazy stuff in fever dreams. Say hi to it out there. I will. <laughs> By the way, did you know Funky Ken is just crying constantly? I, yeah. Yeah. What is going on with that guy? You know what? He's a real mess. He needs help. I'm proud of him for processing his pain. Oh, oh this I gotta go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
So this song gives me like a touch of a Manson vibe. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's very interesting, and, and I mean, as we said, this album does not really have much internet presence by all accounts. I mean, we don't have any sales figures in front of us, but I think it was not like any sort of major sales success. I mean, I don't even know if it was on a major, but I'm wondering if it's too, like, if it's just too visceral. Like, I get like a Manson vibe with the sound, but the lyrics there's like no artifice. Like I believe this is, this man is living his truth through these lyrics Yeah. on every song. And I'm wondering if that's like, I mean, I'm thinking 1999 when we think of like corn, obviously stuff like daddy and stuff like that, you know, is being, but there's still like this, I don't know. And certainly there's a performative aspect to like the presentation of these guys with their, you know, matrix looks and everything like that. But I don't know if there's just, there's like some other extra step in there that makes this because I felt these lyrics like this. I felt like I was like almost like intruding with mm. some of this stuff because it's so visceral. I mean, the line you go, well, I always be alone. I am not an island, you know, because I feel like, yeah. And I said, like, the music tries to like buffer it by being badass, but like the pain, like the pain is, you know, feels very, very visceral to me. Yeah, there was there's an element of fun missing. Yeah. And and it doesn't need to be there. No, no, no. But that is something that I think also sort of sends me to more of just like the straight up metal mm-hmm. vibe because well, I guess we'll see what happens cuz like California felt fun. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, I mean I mean this the yeah. last song was just like punishing mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just sort of like really like just I don't want to say wallowing seems dismissive, but he's definitely, he's in it. Yeah. He's, he's in, in it. it. He's Just in like it. Ken. Just like Ken. You got to feel that pain. Yeah. Allow yourself to grieve and process. Uh, it's eclipse season. It's the time to do that. Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. Ken, it's okay. Just, you just need to adjust to the market. You need to let yourself have your feelings yeah. and then allow those feelings to transform you. And help you step in the direction that you need to go. Okay, can Ken? You do, can you do that, Ken? Did somebody order something funky? Yeah. Somebody will hey. again one day. Okay. Until that time. There's though. nothing more funky than dealing with your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words. Uh, there it is. Put it on a piece of wood hanging on the wall. Oh, man. You don't Live, want that laugh, one? laugh, love. <laughs> You don't want that one on your epitaph, Jenny? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> Put all sorts of stuff on my epitaph. Oh, Whatever. Man. All right. Uh, so we got another secret track, and then we get to Burning Time. Well, that was worth it. Yeah. That's my favorite song. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all say that. Coming to the ring, Wayne, 600 pounds. It's the Atom Bomb. Oh, no, the Atom Bomb has had a heart attack before he gets into the... He is collapsed. He's being taken out. He is dead. All right, we're going to cut to commercial. This is a tragedy.
chug it up it's very chuggy it's got a hot drop it's a wonderful mix of new metal with industrial scrape pain is what i live in it's got another hot hook i wrote this rules and ends with screaming over feedback they got it done on this one they got it done jenny yeah i liked this one uh definitely had that new metal chug this is probably one of the more new metal songs on this Mm mm-hmm I do, it is like, a. I like this album. It is a task to listen to. Because the pain is so real. Yes. Yeah. Like there's not. There's not. Even like Corn gives you a low rider. Right. <laughs> like it's all right. Or Adidas. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's definitely not the same kind of band. No. Well, the, the thing is that there is a, uh, I don't want to say a question of intent. There is like a clear intent and focus with these guys, and they did not waver. They did not. I mean, I feel like if this maybe had come through, maybe this is a situation of maybe they did because they mentioned, you know, going to Warner Brothers and there's some other voicemails in there that we're going to get to where people are yelling at people and stuff. And I'm wondering if this is like, you cannot compromise my art. This is how I feel. I'm not going to give you your fucking fun song. I'm not wow. going to give you your party track, you know? It's like Sarah Bareilles, you know? That's what love song's about. Oh, man. It's about not writing a love song. Oh, man. She's not going to write you a love song. Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, it can go badly. Sometimes you need to follow that music. Do you remember, do you guys remember a little band called Relative Ash? Mm-hmm. Sure do. All right. All right. Don't worry. Don't need to get ponchos on, but I'm just saying. <laughs> But they, you know, made an album largely about semen. And then at one point in the middle of the song, they're like, or middle of the album, they have this like bouncy party song and it feels very unusual. And it's literally called Bounce. And you're just like, what is this? Like, okay, I guess. Because that's the other thought I had. Imagine if this, in the middle of this catharsis, we get some sort of, yeah, like, I just want to get down and party. Be like, wait, what? It would feel, that would feel wrong, right? I agree, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He's living his truth. All right. Well, let's learn more about this young man. Uh, We've got another instrumental track and then a song called Who Am I? What a track. another, Another hot one. Now I'm 
Listen to those drums. They are drums. being hit. They're with being a stick. hit. They getting hit. Getting hit with sticks. That's I'll right. Tell you that much. Oh man, um, Jenny, we'll start with you. What do you think of Who Am I? Um, I again like it. It's just taken a lot out of me. Oh, is it lyrics like it's a constant battle, constant pain? Yes, I'm like, yeah, god damn, like, <laughs> yeah, you need Chuggy Chad to send you an uplifting card. I just appreciate who you are as a person. Oh, there <laughs> yeah. it is. He's uh, a great guy. He is really good. If I'm feeling down, you know, after a long day, mm-hmm. I'll just give Chuggy Chad a call. Yeah, I'm always here to talk. There he is. Yeah. He's yeah. got a lot of fresh dill in his garden, too. Mm-hmm. It enhances most dishes. Yeah. Let me tell <laughs> you, great. Chuggy Chad, incredible friend, incredible cook. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a little uh, new metal research over here. Oh, okay. About our boys in Substance D. Mm-hmm. Seems that they were on a German label called Noise Records, mm-hmm. uh, Division of oh. Modern Music, uh, which was all p- one guy's thing, Carl Ulrich Walterbach. There's a lot on this dude. Uh, he really put out a lot of stuff in Europe, and it looks like they were trying to get a, f- a foothold in the U.S. Trying to put out as a label, mm. trying to put stuff out, and it looks like this was at the very end in 2001. Uh, Universal, I believe, bought them, mm. and then BMG has all their stuffs now. All their stuffs. All their stuffs. All their stuffs. Yeah, so every other line of the verses is the previous line in reverse, um, which also lends to the discombobulation. I got a very Marilyn Manson vibe with this, Mm -hmm. but it it answers the question, what would it be like to have Marilyn Manson without snake arm vibes? Like, there's this sort of like, I'm Marilyn Manson and I'm winding my body around and I'm in stilts and I'm a little creepy boy, you know? And it's like, no, 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 take that all away. And replace it with pain. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you get. Two choices. Stilts? Stilts? Or pain. pain. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I'll take pain. Take pain? I'm not. Stilts are too wacky for too me. Too wacky for you? Oh, yeah. So if, like, if somebody rolled in in stilts, you'd be like, get this wackadoo out of here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I, a long time ago, oh, here went we on go. a couple dates with this guy. A friend set me up. She was like, he's super kind and he's really funny and smart. And he was all of those things. But he also walked in stilts, <laughs> he's like running stilts. He was kind of wacky anyway. Like he had like, like mustache magnets on his fridge because her mustaches are funny. Like, and I was like, all right, don't be a bitch. Like. <laughs> You date all these turds. This guy is actually very kind. Mm-hmm. But I could not get past the wackiness. I'm like, I think we only hung out like a couple times. But one of the last times you're getting coffee and he's like, oh, I got to get up early tomorrow. I'm in this parade. I, I've got running stilts. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, in my mind, I was like, this motherfucker is too wacky for me. <laughs> And then I tried to set him up with my friend, which is offensive and you shouldn't do. I tried that a few times when I went on a date. Only with works guys. in when Harry met Sally. You know, when yeah. when the guy's too wacky for you, don't pass him off. I wasn't passing him off. I thought he'd be a great match. Great but he match. did not appreciate my gesture. <laughs> you know what? You're still you're still to action. I think it'd be really good for my friend. Uh, my friend, she's she's big on stilts. She loves the stilts. She loves stilts. I think that they uh 
underestimated how low my tolerance for wackiness you is, have, you, which yeah. I get because you know we all met doing improv. Yeah. So, but, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> my, but we've been talking to a character <laughs> named Chuggy Chad for an hour, <laughs> and, and have a long relationship with a character called Prowler. <laughs> And funky Ken. And Jenny's like, I don't like wacky shit. I don't want to. It's different. It is. It's still, like, too, still too different. Still too different. Still too different. That's it's a, a different. It's, it's too far. No, because it's the you, Wayne static mask. No, a million far. percent. Because if I was dating and somebody was way, way, way into the Renaissance Festival. No. That would be uh-huh. like, okay, cool. <laughs> but I wouldn't mean, okay, cool. I would Fucking mean. circus stuff. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, like yeah. fly house stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh. I can't. No. no. You're going to juggle? Get away from me. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, the Renaissance. Great skill. Congratulations. Don't Proud do it. Proud of you. Yeah, the Renaissance Festival stuff I can't do. Yeah. yeah. My my vagina just seals off. Oh. <laughs> it's like, damn. There it is. You see somebody <laughs> eating fire and it's just like <laughs> Nope. (laughs) That's not the only thing that fire dried up. Uh, All right. Believe it or not, we've got more songs. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of tracks on this record. There sure are. Uh, The next one is called Again. All right. Well, here we go. Have to find again. There it is. It's in my He's he's really yes, he's really going for it with that one. Um, yeah, don't uh, leave me high. <laughs> uh, oh wow, I see. I there's a part later in the song actually gave me like a Nirvana milk it vibe, but you got you got a bit of a Radiohead vibe. Well, just in that second, just in that moment. I mean, once again, this album made in secret. You know, I imagine them sneaking in in black. Shh, everyone be quiet. And then going in and making these chuggy ass guitars and these big drums. These drums. Whoever did the drums. The drums. You fucking did it, bro. Was, was that, uh, what's his name? T oh, T? T. T on them drums. An ungoogleable person. Googleable. Person. T on the drums. Uh, <laughs> Not finding anything. Couldn't find anything. T on the drums. I'm just getting pictures of cups on drum kits. It's giving me nothing. Yeah. You know. So yeah, Jenny, what'd you think of it again? Uh, you know. <laughs> We're here. We're here. Yeah. Uh, it it sounded the vocals on it 
for some reason reminded me of like recording something on like a talk girl or talk boy. Yes. It just. He is going for some different. Yeah. Different vocals. That type of recording is the recording that you make because you find like a new vocal effect, but you don't release it. And he's like, nah, this Uh, is what we're going with. That's the thing is I enjoyed the experimentation because that was the thing. I would listen like I haven't heard this angle before. And, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it because I would I would say I don't think there was anything on this album where I was like, no, absolutely not. I mean, when they were like, dude, I just met this chick. She's by that means help me out here, bro. <laughs> she likes dudes and chicks. And chicks. <laughs> you need Does she just constantly fuck? <laughs> She just, I need you to page me right now. <laughs> this chick's into both genders. If you're into both genders, anything about you as a person goes away because you just want to <laughs> fuck all the time. You're now a third gender that I don't know about. <laughs> oh, she must be insatiable. Nonstop. You're like, you want to stop? Get some Wendy? She's like, no. What were you, dude? Unless we're getting Wendy, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you're with a bi chick, that's instant threesome. Oh, man. Because there's nothing a new girlfriend wants. (laughs) Then to score you more pussy. Yep. You know what? You know what this this moment needs between we just need somebody else in here. Just get somebody just anybody just open the door and <laughs> yell the out door. the window. Oh, yell at the screen door. Just get somebody else in there. I'm by <laughs> I'm by and they just swarm moss to a flame, moss to the by flame. Yeah, most bisexual women yeah. are mostly into having like very performative lesbian sex for men to watch oh yeah that's what bisexual means mm. yeah, yeah they're just like um do you like a show <laughs> I, wait is there a connection between <laughs> bi chicks and stilt walkers <laughs> now that's a show i pay money to see <laughs> What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, and you know what? That that's was a not a character. Niche. That was a, that was that's a niche that's magazine. A, yeah, bisexual Pornhub guys on stilts, <laughs> ladies who are bi. Oh, there's ten thousand pages. Oh of this. wow, hello. <laughs> Some uh, people taking a really long time, like learning, just like wobbling toward each other on stilts. Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. It's about the anticipation. You're right. Incredible anticipation. Uh, My search history is yeah. going to be a nightmare. Oh, uh, Matt. Stilt porn. I think you're going to need to drop a magnet on your hard drive, bro. Catherine yeah, did not believe that it was for the show. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, nope. Sorry. Um, uh, what do we got next? California part two. Part two! Oh, yeah. Yes! Hey, Rockstar. Apparently you were uh, recording all night right, again. Uh, right, guess I what? The demo tape, but Stay at the studio because you're fired. I'll be representing the call for the record on the call. Hey, guys, this is the I'll get back. Good luck. Good luck. Bye. 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 Bye.
The thing I got from this is is you've got, you know, obviously, I, I think the idea of we have this album of all this pain of addiction and how it can really ruin you. But you also have California. It's like, which I feel like is a responsibility. Like, dude, you're in California. You're a rock star. You're living the dream. Mm-hmm. And, and the first California song, as we have covered and ex- exhaustively... <laughs> You got this by chick. Oh shit! Oh, she, this is ready she's to a go. Machine. She's, she's the most California thing, I'll right? Be. Oh my god! Fun. What? Sun, four tits, four, four tits. tits. Whoa, Jesus! That's also a bisexual. That's thing. a bisexual four thing. Tits. Extra tits. Extra tits. Tits in places that would surprise. Oh you. my! <laughs> she's bringing a friend. You uh, know what I mean? There it is. It's a nights to tits difference. So, so you've got you've got this whole like vibe. But then with California Part Two, it's like, you want to know what it's really like? It's chaos. Hey, Rockstar, you're fired. Oh, God, hey. you hate to hear from the boss like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, fuckers, I'm coming to your show. That, honestly, very relatable. Very relatable. Very so relatable. People come to our shows. Oh, yeah. But I've always never like... been to a live <laughs> taping of Rose Coach. <laughs> Listen, fives of people, <laughs> fives and tens of people, uh, our loved ones, our loved ones, K and Fresh, K Fresh, and the best, the best, and, and BJ, Jeff Kelly, Jeff Kelly, yep. yeah, uh, the gentleman who came and gave us tapes last time, mm-hmm. yeah, the people who come to see us are the best, yes. oh, I agree, absolutely, um, Kale. And Tess. That's right. That's right. All right. Okay. Okay. People come to people the come show. to shows. You know okay. what? Till we take it back. Lots of people come. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's like yeah, it's this chaos of like it's almost this almost feels like a rebuke to this idea of like you want a party track. Well, this is what the party is, and it's hell. Wow. Wow. I was on. I was. You know what? They're taking us for the ride, and it's a bumpy one. But I'm not getting out. See what he just said. Amazing. It's Thank bumpy. You. Okay. Uh, well, buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah. Ah. You think you ain't getting out? All right. Uh, I don't know what that was at all. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot all be winners, Jenny. It's fine. No fucking idea where that came from. That lived in me somewhere. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Mildred's here. Again. Oh, boy. Uh. Uh, all right. So there's another secret track and then the song Tweak.
So we're really rocking on this one. I wrote in my notes, we are rocking. This rib, uh, this rib, no. This, <laughs> this, r- this rib. This rib. Uh, this, this Adam's rib. This Adam's rib. This riff gave me uh, a rage vibe, like a little bit of a bulls on parade sort of going on. But then they abandoned it for what felt more like a punk move, a little punkish. Life of an addict, hunting for the next fix. And it ends with uh, sound effects of somebody banging on a door. And you're transported there. You're like, yeah, he's, he's there. I'm on this bumpy ride. You really are. And yeah, it just yeah, it's it's like, oh yeah, he's he's hunting for his fix. He got it. But now like who's who's banging at the door? You could take it literally or figuratively. Like the reality of like life is banging at the door. The need for the next fix is already banging at the door. Your friends and family are out there trying to help you. Levels. 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 You don't always get that. You do here, Jenny. Uh, uh, <laughs> you do here, baby. Uh, I thought it was a good song. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. The other thing, hot commentary. Yeah, it's a it's a good song. Um, I don't think I'm on this ride as much as you. I feel like, especially with the inclusion of like the secret tracks, mm-hmm. it just gets to be a bit long. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the songs themselves are good. I just think that like. Look, in 1999, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, what I was doing was being a teen. You were being a teen. So I couldn't have made a better album then or now. Mm -hmm. But listening to it, I thought, where is Ross? Mm. We need to edit this thing. Mm. We need to rewrite, 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 edit. I'm I'm making a squishing motion with my hand. I need you to just squish this album down, <laughs> get littler. Uh, I mean, it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is. It is a long journey. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like it's a long journey, which makes me ask, how respectful of our time is this record? Oh, great cue, great cue. I have an answer to that. Uh, it is one hour and fourteen minutes long. That's a movie. That's a movie. Short movie. Yeah. But you definitely pop some popcorn and sit down. Yeah. And watch it. And I don't have any popcorn. Oh, my God. Is it Batman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. Oh, man. Bat- so I will tell people that nobody wants to fuck them <laughs> and then be really upset about not having popcorn. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like this, this franchise is, is saved. This is what it needed. <laughs> I agree. Oh, man. If somebody wants me to get Noel and like karate fight somebody, I will. But. No, 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 no. That's not your. That's not your vibe. <laughs> that's, that's not, not your vibe. You're no, you're already in the cowl, and you're just you're just repelling in and out of bars yeah. and establishments, mm-hmm. just delivering that truth. But then also walking into like an AMC, being like, "I need a refill." That's right. I get a free refill. I'm an AMC Stubbs member. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Batman. Here's my card. Oh, I thank you for <laughs> including the detail about being a Stubbs <laughs> member. I for sure am. Uh, for sure. Um, so that does bring us to, quote unquote, the last song. Right. The last song is about a half an hour long. It's super long and it has parts. And we're going to go through all of them with you guys together. <laughs> What? We'll go through some of them. We'll go through them. Okay. Right. Uh, it's called On the D. Down, 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 down. 
That explains the hour 14. Yes. Kicks in in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. You just ruined Matt's life. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> I just. Uh. All right. Just turn that back up. I get it. You know, maybe it doesn't kick in. I don't remember. It's fucking minute already. <laughs> all right. All right. What? Wait. I love this. Feels like I'm in a car with you, and you're like, no, this song's great. Just wait. Oh man. I feel embarrassed now for the times that I've done that in real life. Well, this is real life. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is this is Roach Coach. Roach Coach is not real life. Not real life. Um, you know what? I take it back. Maybe nothing happens. Okay. There are things that happen yes. throughout, but I did not take the care and time. Well, I'm gonna to fast forward. Mark. All right. Don't worry. Oh, your, your boy time coded it. <laughs> you did. Oh yeah. You go to 9:40. I'm proud of you. You're gonna get to the studio recording session in which they talk movies. So. I mean, basically, this goes for about five minutes. And uh, yeah, so I'll just tell you what they talk about. They talk about the Blair Witch Project, about whether it's real or not, whether it's super scary, whether they should see it. They talk about the haunting and how it looks super sweet. That one didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> they talk about American Pie. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> the, funniest. the funniest. And we're going to be talking about it 20 years later. Here we are, the 20th anniversary of American Pie this summer. Wow. They were right. So is the guy in American Pie? Because he fucks a pie. And it rhymes with bye. Oh, my God. Wow. Bye, pie. What? I got to say, though, if you find out that somebody's bi and they're like, I've invited someone else, but it's just a pie, <laughs> I would feel a little <laughs> disappointed. I invited a pie into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I hate food in bed. He's putting a little bit about me. Don't like it. I don't like it when people have chips or anything. Food, no. Keep that away from beds. Where I stand. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, they also talk about the new Machine Head album, The Burning Red. Oh, okay. They talk all about it and they talk about how it's different and they're kind of dealing with, they're basically verbalizing what everyone was feeling about the fact that uh, they had gone this new metal route. And uh, they even said at one point, hey, he wants to be on the radio. I get it. Right. Interesting little chat. Yeah. Then they said, I wrote it down so I could say it directly. <laughs> that filter song is fat. Oh, I got some filties. You got some filties. And, uh, and then at the end of it, they talk about going to Ozfest. And then there's a discussion of when does Ozfest start? And um, it's, a, you know, it's, yeah, it's basically just a lot of studio chatter recorded, and I felt that we needed to share it with everybody. Yeah. Well, I hope they had fun at OzFest. Indeed. Um, then at 1430, 
We get some audience sound effects as we get a secret song that is dedicated for their brother. Yeah, and uh, this song, this is, um, I understand why it was put as a bonus track or at least hidden in the back because it's uh, thematically, it's yeah, it's literally like a dedication to like a family member, um, but doesn't really fit the theme of the whole like addiction. Right. Uh, it's more spiral. of a things remembered vibe. Yeah. You know, go <laughs> yeah. get it engraved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put it in yeah. The lyric I wrote down was, I never knew this kind of love. Aw, that's nice. Which is nice, but doesn't, yeah. Should engrave that on a cigar box. Oh, okay. All (laughs) right. Started my job at Things Remembered this week. Oh, okay. Now now it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at 26 minutes, you get guitar noise screeches. And then the last 26 seconds of the song is a reversed vocal. That one played forward is a misogynistic screed that threw me for a loop. Uh-oh. Because there's nothing, I would say, Jenny, we, it's something we talk about every now and again on the show, is like, uh, the ladies make it out okay. And there aren't really any, there's only one character. <laughs> They're not here. There's well, not, there's one. There's one. Insatiable by <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and as far as we know, she makes it out fine. Um, but yeah, at the very end, yeah, and Matt, did I, um, did I send you that audio clip? I don't know. Okay. Because I went and... Uh, did a little studio trickery of my own. That's how I found out. It was like this reversed audio. So I put it in. I flipped it. Played it. And it was like, whoa. What did he say? <sighs> like, I hate this bitch or something like that. Oh. It's very <laughs> weird. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, 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 it was honestly the moment on this album that like truly shocked me. Because I was like, whoa. It, and it's reversed at the end, like hidden. I don't know if I'd asked uh, Todd, like, hey, what's the story on? The secret track thing. Like I, I just kind of was surprised by it. So I don't know. It was a very unusual thing. I mean, it's hidden. You got to mess around with things to find it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty good at finding hidden misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> is this... Uh, wait, wait. I don't know. Is that, is I'm that? coming unglued. Okay. All right. And that's the <laughs> album. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Addictions by Substance D. And now it's the part of the show where... Cannon talk. There it is. Um, let's. Uh, okay. Jenny, let's start Don't with you. Dare me. Uh, I thought this album was good overall. Uh, I liked most of the tracks. I think it's a little long. Um, I don't know. But I there wasn't anything on here that felt like it needed to be in the canon to me. A lot of it leaned more just like straight up metal and industrial there were some new moments and i enjoyed it but there isn't anything on this that i feel like somebody would need to hear uh as a an important piece of the genre lauren what did you think uh, i thought this was a hot record unrelenting i enjoyed uh the union of new metal and industrial when they came together the lyrics and vocals are so vicious and honest that they are maybe too real very entertaining, lots of hot riffs and chug, great drums. I uh, 
I love California. Okay. I love it. Every time I was like, these guys, they fucking did it. I kind of feel like I feel that one. I really do. Okay. Yeah. So that is, yeah, I would put forward as I, I would say California. Matt Nas. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it a lot more than I was expecting to, mm-hmm. uh, based on the kind of non-existence of this band in our lives prior to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the songs were certainly rocking. Um, <laughs> like the steady chug throughout. Mm-hmm. So did I. Ah, there uh, he is. Chug and Chad loved Such it. a good guy. Yes. The best. Um, I don't know if I'd put anything in. I, I wasn't essential. Oh, man. I mean, if you guys don't think it is, I understand. You know, I mean, just, you know, the screams, the riffage. This chick is bi. Okay. Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) You guys. You telling me. Do we have any bi chicks in the canon? (laughs) No. Telling me. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it goes in. <laughs> she has boobs, but she also likes boobs. boobs? <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> but if there's a dick there, she'll take that too. Uh, what? Ah! <laughs> None of this makes sense. All right, you know what? It's too forward thinking for the canon just yet. I understand. You make a good point. <laughs> um, I realize here at the end, after I struggling with uh, all of the trying to remember things from the liner notes at the top of the episode, um, I wrote down some notable names in the thank yous. Josh Abraham was thanked, saying, "We'll only need the gear for two, maybe three weeks." Ha ha. So obviously, Josh helped out that. Thank Jonathan Davis. They thank Charity Lomax uh, three times. She is the manager at Westlake Audio. They thank Jay Gordon with the aside, thanks for trying. What's the story there? Mm. They thank the Deadlights. And then Todd thanks Michael saying, thank you for helping me see the truth in a world of lies. There it is. Okay. There it is. I don't think that chick was by. (laughs) (laughs) I think she might have been... Just having some fun. I mean, maybe who could even tell? I mm. these wild bisexual wild. Yeah. Oh, and they think Cliff Cadaver body piercing. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, addictions by Substance D. Not in the canon, but a ride. Truly. A true buckle up. Uh, yes. A true buckle up, but for me, worth it. It's like, um, it's the, there's a, there's a, I don't even know if it's there anymore, but there's a roller coaster called the Steel Phantom at uh, Kennywood in Pittsburgh. For a long time, it's considered the, the, the fastest metal roller coaster in the world. Okay. This thing will beat the shit out of you. When you're waiting in line, you see the people getting off this off the steel phantom, and they're vomiting into flower beds. Oh, okay. Yep, steel phantom is people. closed. Oh, it's closed. Yeah, it Crime. is now Phantom's Revenge because they oh, had to solve uh, all those problems. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but literally, like people were being like hurt by this thing. But for the aficionado of roller coasters, you got to go on the phantom. You got to do it. Sure. But it can fuck you up. So 
just be aware with addictions by substance D. It's an intense ride. It may be too much for some. You must be this tall. You got to be really tall to listen to this. <laughs> you got to be pretty tall. We're all tall. So, mm, yeah. Um, but thank you so much for the recommendation. Keep sending your al- album recommendations to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and that, that is it. Until next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.